Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on SENQ 693. Queensland, mate. And a very good morning to you. Well, it's Pat Book this morning. Darren Lehman joining me here. Heels is just swanning around the southeast again, mate. He's, I think he's in New Zealand this week. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, he loves it, doesn't he? A bit of a break, but it's good to be back, Paddy. Yeah, yeah. enjoyable morning. Easy one to get up this morning because Australia are playing, obviously, in the World Cup. And you love your, your football as well, don't you? I you do. I do love it. Oh, great start for the Aussies. First 15 minutes went, oh, we dare to win, don't you? Mm. Yeah, great start. And then, obviously, French just kicking the gear and away they go. Well, if you're just waking up or uh, missed the opening nine minutes of the game, this is what happened in the ninth minute of this match as Australia started their World Cup campaign against the world champions. Harry Sutar, the base of the centre circle, plays a long diagonal ball out to Lecky on the right flank and a good touch as well. Pavard hit the ground, the cross comes in. Goodwin! Craig Goodwin has the opener. Australia 1-0 up on the French. Australia's moment on centre stage. And the world now knows who the Socceroos are. Oh, and the coach was pumped too, wasn't he? Graham Arnold, he was going off on the sidelines. Oh, it was exciting though, wasn't it? I mean, when you think about it, Australia against the world champions to score in the ninth minute. And it was a great goal as well. And then yep. hit the post after the French equalised. So it was just an amazing first 20 minutes. And then we sort of went into our shells a little bit, which is a little bit disappointing. But yeah. Yeah, they'd be pretty pleased with that first goal. It was our first one in open play since 2014. I think the other ones... Uh, been penalties, haven't they? Yeah, been yeah. penalties. Hey, the, we're talking World Cup uh, thanks to our great sponsors here right the way through the World Cup, uh, your secure crypto partner, Kraken. Kraken.com, that's K-R-A-K-E-N.com, or download the app broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022. So the scores from overnight, this is the big one. <laughs> I watched this game. Yes, I watched quite a lot of it. I reckon a lot of Aussies would have done because it was a, a palatable viewing hours for us. Saudi Arabia, world number 51, have upset Argentina, world number three, Lionel Messi, etc., uh, who haven't been beaten, the Argentinians, in 36 matches. Saudi Arabia winning that one 2-1. Denmark and Tunisia in our group, and this one might be important for us, nil all. Mexico and Poland, nil all. And, of course, France this morning have beaten Australia four goals to one. So we started off beautifully with that goal from Goodwin, but it uh, it went downhill, sadly, after that. But we were marvelling at the skills of Mbappe, weren't we? Oh, he's, they're quick. They're so quick, the French, aren't they? Yeah. The way they transfer the ball from side to side. And uh, good with their feet, good in the air. They've got a pretty all-round side. That's why they're the World Cup champions at the moment. But Mbappe and Giroud and all those guys, they're, they're going to be a pretty... Good side. We mixed it really well. The first 15 minutes, though, that was yeah. exceptional from the Socceroos. I, I don't know what sort of happened. You know, French maybe kicked into gear and, and levelled up and then took the game over. But the first 15 minutes was, was quite special to watch and a lot of upside for us. Yeah, you mentioned Giroud. Uh, he now, uh, with his double this morning, now equals Thierry Henry at 54 international goals for France. So he's been prolific over the years. One of the greats, isn't he? 
Yeah, well, he is. But getting back to the Argentina game, Saudi Arabia, mm. I mean, that could have easily been three or four nil without VAR, the VAR system. You know, yeah. it could have been, you know, they were all over him in the first half. And then the second half, it just turned in the space of five, six minutes. And Saudi Arabia, they just cleaned up. Two quick goals in the space of, you know, as I said, four or five minutes of the second half. And then they just held on beautifully. A lot of yellow cards at the back end. They might not have a team next nah, week. That's what, yeah, it got emotional, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. Pushing and shoving and gesticulating. But, uh, look, they've beaten Messi's team. Uh, Messi scored, and he was the first Argentinian to score in four World Cups. But he still hasn't won a World Cup. This is the guy that they rated, you know, one of the greatest ever, obviously. Well, he's, he's an unbelievable player, isn't he, full stop? I mean, just scoring four World Cups, 16 years, that's, that's pretty special, isn't it? So, uh, for me, they're not out of it. They've, they'll have to win both their games, you would think, yeah. or maybe goal difference and, and try and get through on a win and a draw. But, you know, that, that certainly hurts Argentina and their hopes. Yeah, well, they're saying if they lose to Mexico, that's it. Oh, they're out, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's sudden death for them, really. So, Australia now have Tunisia. Now, I was reading a little bit about Tunisia. This is Saturday night. So, they've got it. It's quick turnover, isn't it? You've got to keep your squad going. And uh, we've only got a couple of days off. Tunisia, there's a lot of expats in Qatar. Uh, they reckon up to 55,000 there. So, there was 49,000 at their match overnight. And they said the noise was just deafening. So Australia are going into a hostile environment on Saturday night in a match they've got to win. So an away game, legitimate Basically, away game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that, that is. They've got to win that one. Uh, see, with the nil-nil draw this morning with Denmark. So all the sides are talented if they get to the World Cup, aren't they? So mm. Australia will just have to regroup quickly, which which I think there was a lot of upside with us, you know, tonight. Yeah. Maybe well this morning our time. Uh, maybe it was a, the defensive roles. We, we can change a little bit. We, we might have got a bit cute at the back with that second goal. But outside of that, I, I still think it was a lot upside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what do you think? Brighton Homes open line. It's open. We've got Darren Lehman joining us in the studio today. 131355, or you can text us on 0467 736 736. The Socceroos have started their World Cup campaign. They've had to face the world champions this morning. Went down 4-1 after Craig Goodwin scored that opening goal. Just thanks to Kraken again. Uh, so going through those results from overnight, the big one uh, as far as Australia was concerned, 4-1 against France. We lose. Soccer, uh, the Saudi Arabians, 2-1. Uh, Cohen, who's who's running the studio for us, he's telling us that they've already declared a public holiday in Saudi Arabia Have on the back really? of this one. <laughs> yeah, the, the king, he's, he's come out and he said, all my people have the day off. <laughs> Denmark and Tunisia, and this is in Australia's group, nil all. Mexico, Poland in Argentini's, Argentina's group, nil all as well. Well, tonight we've got a, another four-peat. So it's Morocco v Croatia starting at 8 o'clock, then Germany v Japan, 11 o'clock, Spain v Costa Rica, 2 o'clock tomorrow morning, and Belgium v Canada at 5 a.m. And that's for Kraken. Safely buy, sell, and trade over 185 cryptocurrencies with Aussie dollars. Kraken.com, broadcast sponsors of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022. It's been a marathon overnight because we've called all four games. It's a long time. I mean, when you and I sort of dozed off to sleep after that Argentina they game, started. they just kept going. Yeah, yeah. The games. I mean, I do love the fact you can get up. You know, the eight pm game, eleven. Just time difference works out. And the five am in Brisbane is not too bad. Is it? it's yeah. sun's up anyway. So away you go and watch. The other little bit of news from the world of football, and this will shock you, the Cristiano Ronaldo and Manchester United have parted company. <laughs> well, that was going to, uh, with the media effect I saw. Oh, yes. uh, and I did see uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, post, you know, say he was 
you know, loved his time, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But that ended sour, didn't it? I mean, mm. that's – when it plays out in the media like that, there's no good – no side wins. No. Ronaldo doesn't win and neither does Manchester United. He, but he's got to have gone in, into that interview with no. Piers Morgan with malice aforethought, surely. I mean, he knew what he was going to say, bagging the coach, bagging the owners. He knows was, he's going to get – well, he wanted yeah. to move pre, pre, <laughs> uh, pre the series. Where's he going? Any whispers? Uh, you, you know everything. No, right? no, no, I haven't. Well, we we know uh, the A League. I think made an approach through his Did management. They? I don't know whether they can afford the bill. No. What's it about a million a week? Oh well, that, that, you'd make it work though, wouldn't you? Oh. You'd, if you if a million a week for say a, a four or five week stint, you'd make it work, wouldn't you? Just to, exactly just to right. have it, have him out here. Yeah. Hey, you know what's happening right now out at Royal Queensland? Cameron Getting ready Smith. for the golf, aren't well, they? Cameron Smith and Cameron Smith are on the first hole. Oh, are they really? That's unbelievable. <laughs> now, I, I sort of do a little bit of layering up here. I got the two of them together at a Maroons camp when he was when Cameron Smith, golfer, was home about four or five years ago, and the, uh, the Queenslanders, in the middle of an Origin series, were based at Sanctuary Cove. And I, I went through um, Mike Hillier, uh, Hillier the uh, Queensland media manager, I said, have you got any downtime tomorrow? I said, I reckon I can get Cameron Smith down to uh, one of the courses near you, and I'd, I'd love to do a story on the two of them together. And we got them together, and, and both of them just loved it. Oh, yeah. Well, Cameron Smith, uh, well, they both love cricket as well, both of the Cameron Smiths. Yeah. But, uh, no, the golfer Cameron Smith, he came to a heat game at the Gold Coast when he was home. This is pre-COVID. Uh, and he just sat in the rooms and listened to, you know, coaches' talks and skippers' yeah. talks and watched the game on the, the bench. They both loved the game. Great, great Queenslanders. Well, he came home last week. First uh, time in three two, years, two, yeah, three because years. of the uh, because of COVID. Uh, he had the Broncos cap yeah. on and also a Bronco backpack. And, and he would have had a forex uh, gold. It wasn't long. There, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was heading to his. I think his uncle's got a cafe out at Brenda. He said, "We'll go out there. We'll start with a flat white and uh, you know maybe a toasted sandwich." But he said, "I reckon we'll be having a few uh, a few beers after that." And he has. He's it had is, a ball. It is great the the PGA, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's going to be fantastic. Ryan Harris is playing in the pro am, I think, at, at the the par three tournament where they try and hit a hole in one. Oh, okay. For two million, so Ryan Harris is out at I think Brisbane Golf Club practicing his par three <laughs> all the time at the moment. Yeah, well, they've got the two Cameron Smiths. Uh, they were teed off at 7 o'clock this morning in the pro. It was a shotgun start. And uh, Adam Scott is playing in on the same tee, so he's in the group behind. And I think he's got Nat Cook, uh, our Olympic great. So there's some there's good. some serious who's who out at Royal Queensland today. Be, you know, like if, if you're on you the road. You didn't get an invite? Didn't get an invite. Well, I haven't played for about eight years with the bad hammer and tack, but uh, the back is slowly coming good, and I'll, I'll take it up once I've retired from TV, I think. I'm still waiting for an invite, but they saw me play golf. <laughs> well, there's not enough safety. <laughs> People can hear it. I think, uh, I'm not sure, Cameron Smith, by the way, won the Greg Norman medal last night. That'll come as another shock to you. It's a little bit like Ronaldo leaving, but uh, the year that he's had is just amazing, isn't it? I mean, of course it was the 150th. British Open, and it was at St Andrews, so tick a lot of boxes for that one. As, as, as well, Scotty he could have won said. the other one too. Uh, what was it? He was in contention, was it? It was Masters? in contention, yeah, in, in quite yeah. a few. But fell away. See, they, they regard the tournament players as the fifth major, so he's won that one. Plus, he won the tournament of champions in Hawaii at the start of the year, which is a select field, an elite field. Uh, but then he won a, he won one of the live events when he signed for with the Greg Norman group. So he's had Straight four up. wins this year. His money is unbelievable. I think I did it there, uh, just some calculations, as you may have heard. You know, I, I love the salary stuff and all that sort of thing. So I reckon he's made $27 million on course this year. 
Just in prize money. Yeah, just in prize money. Then, you know, there's endorsements and, and – You probably double that, don't you, with the yeah, endorsements and yeah. everything else. So that, um, that is an amazing year. I mean, and, then, and, and he's a great bloke. Oh, he's, he is just lapping this up. I had, a, I had a long chat to him yesterday morning. I had to do a little bit of piece to camera with him. And he, he was just relaxed. He said, I think unbeknownst to most, he went out very, very early yesterday morning with Adam Scott. And they played virtually at first light at Royal Queensland, just had a look around, checked the grass. He said to me, the course is in great nick. And yeah, when you get that from one of the best golfers. Yeah, yeah, it looks and, good as you come over the gateway. Yeah. I mean, it looks magnificent, Nick. They've done a great job out there. Well, he offered the information. He, he just said, Paddy, he said, this is as good a, as I've seen this course. So, really? Yeah. Uh, that's just fantastic. Hey, it's 7.19. We'd love to join you. There's lots more to talk about. Um, there's plenty of cricket coming up. We'll, we'll, we will chat cricket uh, with uh, your old mate, Justin Langer, teeing off back page. Uh, yeah, it's back page. I saw that this morning. Yeah, yeah, calling the people that leaked against him cowards. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll get your take on that a little later on because we've got a cricket segment coming up. Of course, a massive... A massive stand yesterday between Warner and Head, but uh, there wasn't a whole heap of people there to watch it at the MCG yesterday. What was it? 10,000? 10, 10, Just over 10,000, yeah. Uh, in that stadium, as you know, it uh, looks yes. like a pimple on an elephant's <laughs> bottom. <laughs> Brighton Homes Open Line, 13, 13 55. That text line is 0467 736 736. It's just gone 720 here. Breakfast with Pat and Boof. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Your claim lawyers. Maximising compensation claims for injured people. Traffic and weather. Together. SENQ 693 AM. There's a multi-vehicle crash at Wakehall this morning. That's on Wakehall, Wakehall Station Road at Wilruna Street. There's emergency roadworks causing some delays on Old Cleveland Road at Cooperoo. That's inbound towards Dutton Park. Also plenty of congestion along the Riverside Expressway in the CBD and the Logan Motorway westbound at Parkinson. Today's forecast, partly cloudy, a top of 30 degrees. Mostly sunny and 31 tomorrow. Right now it's 22 degrees. Now, I'll put you under the microscope in just a moment, but uh, this is what happened last night at the awards evening for the AFLW. Brisbane. A. Anderson, three votes. I declare the 2022 AFL Women's Best and Fairest Season 7 is Ali Anderson from the Brisbane Lions Football Club. So the Lions go back-to-back back with Emily Bates last year, the AFLW best and fairest, Ali Anderson, a proud uh, Gangaloo woman, and uh, the potent midfielder in a tight vote count, 21 votes over Monique Conti, 19, Ebony Marinoff, 18. Five players within one vote with two rounds left. Now, she was completely stunned, Ali was, the foundation line. I was sort of, um, you know, I'm in disbelief right now. Um, yeah, I guess I was sort of like, you know, all the girls were more confident than I was and they were like, for the last couple of rounds, like, oh, you might get this, you might get this. Like, no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, just really shocked, to be honest. Um, I'm a bit lost for words. 
All right. So are you going to watch oh. a play on Sunday? <laughs> well, hopefully in some form, definitely. But how amazing for Ali. I mean, she wasn't really being talked about. You know, Monique Conti, who came second, Jasmine Garner, who didn't end up being right up there in the mix. Um, you know, there were some big names being thrown around. Ali slips under the radar. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show that consistency, doesn't it? I mean, she has had a very consistent season, got some really good numbers in every game and... Um, Good on her. I'm so proud. Yeah, it's a, it's a great achievement, isn't it? Obviously, her first one. But what I find amazing <laughs> is, and we've laughed about this off off air, mm. but how does she not, Ali, not become an All Australian this year uh, after yeah. winning exactly right. the equivalent of the Brownlow? Uh, I know yeah. that's the best and fairest, and that would be another thing. What are they going to name the best and fairest? I'd love to know that know. Uh, from your point of view. But also, how do you not? Make the All-Australian. What are the AFL doing? It's mind-blowing, isn't it? And it's the first time that that's happened. Um, You know, the Lions had a very good representation in the All-Australian, four players. I guess on one hand they have to mix it up a bit, don't they? So maybe, I don't know, in that that mid kind of area that there was obviously some very strong competition. Mm. Um, I know. It would have been trifecta if she'd gotten the best and fairest, the All-Australian, and then the the premiership on Sunday. But, um, look, Now, you're going to get to the Wow, yeah. Let's get, let's get there. Well, like, controversial. Didn't get a call from Dane Zorko yesterday after we flagged it. Um, so well, look, surely we can work, make I'm, that work. I'm hanging out for the if they release some extra tickets tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be jumping well, on. I think Zorks is still finishing off his holiday in Fiji, <laughs> so he's got an excuse. But he's in the studio tomorrow morning. Yep. You reckon there's not going to be a blowtorch oh. apply <laughs> tomorrow morning? <laughs> hey, from that All-Australian team, nine teams represented, four lines on Boo. So Greta Bodie, Brie Conan, Jesse uh, Wardlaw, and then Nack Greider retains her spot. So four lines and uh, three debutants from the line. Amazing. So, yeah, so uh, it caps what's been a great season. Uh, the asterisk and the, uh, the, the exclamation mark goes on Sunday afternoon. One to we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, outstanding, haven't they? Yeah, they've been great. they play great footy. Uh, Ali Anderson is going to join us after 8.30 this morning. Okay. So she'll be hopefully she's uh, ready to have a chat because she was just completely speechless last night. <laughs> it was great. It was fantastic. All right, uh, we'll work for you tomorrow morning. Don't, don't worry. We'll <laughs> yes. put the pressure on him. Now, uh, well, normally it's stump heels at this time of the day. We're going to do a little bit of bold boof, I think. <laughs> yeah! Got it! Stump heels on SENQ. Okay, well, he's put it in your wheelhouse. He's, there's a benevolent streak coming out on the producer this morning. It's something. It's a side of him we don't see often, Boof, to tell you the truth. But, and it's one all for the week, by the way, and then Heels is uh, well, swanning around two, one. New Zealand. Okay. Who holds the record for the most catches in first-class cricket for South Australia? Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, no, not a, and a, not a keeper. Not a keeper. No, it's not a, a keeper. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah fielder. Okay. So who holds the record? I've got a bit of time, haven't I? Yeah, you've got the news. Vanessa's rushing out of the studio and going into the uh, the news studio to keep you updated with her first news bulletin. But who holds the record for the most catches in first-class cricket, not a wicketkeeper, for South Australia? Right. Well, there's there's a few I can come up with there, Mm -hmm. but I can only give you one at some stage. Okay, exactly right. Have a think about it. I've got to get Vanessa to... I want to know who those selectors are for the All-Australian. This has upset you, hasn't it? It's really annoyed me. Well, so we've got to find out if someone can uh, ring through or SMS through. That'd, that'd be great. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to know who the selectors are for the All Australian. I think I've got a, I've, I've got a list of them here. I'll ha- I'll have a look for you. But uh, that Brighton Homes open line is thirteen thirteen fifty five. The text line is oh four six seven. 
736-736. It's just ticked over 731 here. Breakfast with Pat and Booth this morning. And Vanessa's coming up with the news and weather. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Darren Lehman's only filling in for Hills for today, but he's already ordered a full and open judicial inquiry. He wants to know who the selectors are. I've just given him some names for the All-Australian and how come the Lions' Ali Anderson wins the comps. Best and fairest overnight and can't make the All-Australian team. And you've said there's nine selectors, roughly. <laughs> I mean, can't. there won't be nine after today, I guarantee <laughs> you. If she can't make the super, if she can't make the team, well, you know, that there's something wrong there. The heads will roll that's up. Like, that's like Paddy Cripps winning the brown low and not making it. Yeah. I mean, how, how did he not make it? How, how does that not happen? Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I'm going to give you a little more thinking time because we'll go to a sports update first with Mark Braybrook. Thanks to Shawl Unify. They are your national uniform experts for construction, healthcare, government, hospitality, corporate, retail, transport and logistics. Morning, everybody. Do you need more time? You... You're a little, little bit stressed there because you're filling in for heels. I'm not stressed at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, he's well, stressed. I, he's I blowing up about the AFL I'll give you my name. We, we know what your name is, but are you saying it's you? <laughs> no, it's not me. It's definitely not me. I would say it would be David Hooks. Oh, how good are these blokes? <laughs> so I was choosing between David Hooks and Jamie Siddons because they both fielded a well, slip. And I went, oh, I'd have to be Hooks because Hooks played more games than Siddons. You had first and second. Hmm. So D Hooks, 122 catches from 120 matches. Jamie Siddons and Ian Chappell, 113. Oh, Ian Chappell's up there. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just shows in those days how much first-class cricket they played and test cricket. You know, the the shield was very important. No T20 in those days and very few one days. Mm. Speaking of T20, the Heat and the Hurricanes tonight Tonight. in Adelaide to get through. This is the eliminator, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm back in the Heat there. I think they've got some dangerous players. They they come together well, they'll they'll win that one. And we get the dock back. Are we getting the dock back? You're sitting here in your heat gear. Oh, no. Oh, fingers crossed we are. <laughs> <laughs> Our favourite Dr. Georgia Redmayne is who Patty is talking about out with a hemi uh, for the last couple of weeks. And there's a bit of controversy about her not making the Australian tour to India with mm. the year that she has had. But uh, uh, the explanation from Sean Flegler was that we've already got two keepers. We don't really need a third. So when does it come that your batting becomes uh, more important. But can she field in the outfield? Well, we have, Georgia? you know, the, the fielders anyway. Uh, I mean, you think about it, we, the Australian men's team have two or three keepers yeah. sometimes. So, I mean, on batting-wise, it's the keeping scenario. Her batting's outstanding, yep. by the way. So, And her year's been excellent with the heat before yep. the hamstring. Yep, absolutely. You know what started today, Pat? The Pro-Am for the no, Australian no, no, PGA. No. So I should stump Pat. The Davis Cup finals are oh, underway. Really? Yeah, there you go. Davis Cup, how far it has fallen. No, I did realise, I did realize, I read that yesterday. Yeah, but, Australia uh, taking on the Netherlands. Jordan Thompson won his first match. The last score I looked at, been a bit busy this morning. Uh, Alex Diminor was down a set um, and it was on serve in the second set, so I'll check that. But Australia mm-hmm. taking on the Netherlands in the Davis Cup. I'll have a little bit more, a little bit later because we're very busy. Um, we've got a super coach coming up and we've got uh, Tommy. We have, and uh, it's 7.36, so um, we'll get to a break because, we, as Mark said, because of the late start today uh, for Australia, the Socceroos were beaten 4-1 by France this morning. Uh, after that wonderful start, we all 
I was driving it oh. when I listened to it on SEN. I heard Craig Goodwin's goal in the ninth minute, and all of a sudden you're floating and you're ready to go. But How exciting was yeah. it? I was jumping up and down at home before I drove into the studio, and I was just going, well, that's a, that's a perfect start. Keep playing like that, and then all of a sudden it went south. I've just read somewhere, and I don't know where they get these numbers from, but if you put them all on the open market, both teams, there's apparently a $700 million difference in the transfer market of the Socceroos as opposed to the French outfit. <laughs> 700 million. You love that, don't you? I do, I do, I do. Like that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's coming up to 7.38. We'll take a break and be back with more. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on SENQ 693. Queensland made. KFC Supercoach BBL is back at supercoach.com.au and that means Dan Batten's on the line. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Well, guys, apart from the disappointing... Ah, yes. Yes, I think most of Australia was up early this morning, weren't they, to watch that? And then after nine minutes, we're all strutting around our living rooms with a (laughs) chest poking out and... Unfortunately, the uh, the world champions just decided to tear us to shreds after that. Anyway, so we like Mike Huffy in our case of Supercoach strutting around. He's I think he's pretty confident about his team at the moment. Oh, is he really? I've just got a little um, pack from him too, addressed to me today. Is that so, right? Yeah, Supercoach cap and a few things. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Oh, very nice. Where's mine? <laughs> you might be a little close to the heat, I think. You're yeah. sitting here in all your heat uh, merch. That's right. It might be a bit hard. Exactly mm. right. So you start um, Cairns, don't you? We uh, do. Our first 15. game's on the 15th, but the first yeah. game kicks off on the 13th. So Super Coach will be up and ready to go, Dan, by then, won't it? Up and... It sure will. I might just ask a question to, to you, Darren, obviously very close to the heat. Who, who should we be picking from the heat, do you reckon? Oh, that's that's a good one, isn't it, for our listeners? That's a good one. Who do you want to pick or who would you like the listeners to pick? <laughs> uh, look, someone like, uh, uh, say, you need an upper, and, and the price tag's the one, isn't it? Someone like a Max Bryant might have a really good BBL, yep. and he'd be quite cheap yep. on the super coach, I'd imagine. So um, he got a lot of 20s last year, and he's just started kicking the gear. So he might be a, a really good buy on the super coach. And now, well, explain to me here, is the catching come into it as well? Because he's an outfielder, and he takes a few catches. He does. Right? Yeah, he does. It sure does. Um, even a guy like Michael Neither as well, I might be looking at uh, Darren. I mean, he's a, I think he's about 105,000. He obviously can bat, uh, take weeks for the ball, and, and taking catches in the field. So, yeah, and it's for catching, you get the, the 10 points. So, yeah, it, it all comes into it. And overseas-wise, you know, in terms of uh, Sam Billings and we've got Munro, the two mm-hmm. overseas. Uh, Ross Whiteley's our third, but those two will bat up the top of the order. So they, they'd be good buys, I'd imagine, as well, mate. For sure, yeah. I think uh, Sam Billings in particular obviously wasn't picked in that uh, in the England uh, test squad, so it should be available for a, a fair chunk of the, the early part of the season. So, yeah, I think he'd be a pretty good buy with, you know, one of the, the best players for the uh, the Thunder last year. So, and obviously he can get points with the gloves and with the bats. So, and, you know, obviously he's been playing in the ODIs as well for England. So, uh, he's, you know, he's in good nick. Who's the biggest price in the super coach? Rashid Khan or Who's someone like that? top price? Uh, you might be testing. Yeah, I mean, Rashid Khan is definitely up there. I mean, it might be time, I think, to, to look at it some 
some some must-have buys for, for Casey too because Rashid Khan definitely up there. Um, as I, I was explaining the other week uh, in, in previous slots, um, it's, it's a bit of a fluid fixture in Casey Supercoach BBL, um, obviously with games, you know, almost every day. So you have some some teams playing twice in the in, in each round, mm. in each Casey Supercoach round. Um, so Rashid Khan is one of those. So the strikers are the stars, um, uh, are playing twice in the opening round, along with the Thunder as well. So they're the, the players to target, and Rashid Khan would be top of the list, obviously. Um, and had some good form with the bat and the ball and the T20 World Cup, and, um, you know, he just he's going to take a, a bunch of wickets, and he bowls really economically as well. So he's a, a big top of the list, I think, in terms of uh, must-have buys uh, for round one. Now, I know we, we lost Glenn Maxwell last week to that unfortunate incident, but uh, I, I see from your notes here that there's a couple of other withdrawals as well. That's right, yeah. So David Willey is out of the tournament. Obviously, he was a, a prize uh, platinum pick in the BBL draft. Laurie Evans as well, obviously, uh, in, in the past couple of days, news has come out that he's uh, tested positive to a, a band, so to a, a to doping, so and he is um, he's out of the, the tournament uh, as well. So um, some losses there um, for the BBL, but hopefully it means some some signings will be announced in the next few days. Obviously, Andre Russell was confirmed because uh, Liam Livingston won't be uh, playing for the Renegades. So um, yeah, there should be some hopefully some announcements in, in the next few weeks. So it makes things a little bit tougher for KC Supercoach just coming in because it might have to, but it might make the teams a little bit different, which would be. Uh, good to see. So it is very fluid at the moment, isn't it? Oh, it is. Especially the last couple of weeks, you'll have Australian selections, you'll have loan replacement players mm. replacing whoever gets picked for Australia in the Test Series. So that that does make it hard when you're picking a super coach team for the BBL. For sure. But, I mean, we do have, you know, all our expert advice, careermail.com uh, or on the Supercoach website will have those, uh, you know, must-have buys and all your, your cheapies that you need to get as well, which are essential to Supercoach. And one of those who comes in at a very juicy price, uh, had a, come, probably probably one of the Australia's best at the T20 World Cup, Marcus Stoinis, only 83000 which is, you oh, know, really? close to, you know, um, almost a, like a starting price for, a, you know, someone just coming into the, into the BBL. So... He didn't have the, the best tournament and BBL last time around. Didn't really get the ball uh, at all. But, you know, if he's bowling, even if he's not bowling, if he's batting at uh, the top of the order for the Stars, you, you've got to lock him into your team. I mean, especially with the Stars playing twice in that opening round, and you can pick him as a batter or a bowler uh, as well. So, you know, um, he'd do just about first picked along with uh, Rashid Khan as well. Well, I think you've said two names there that should be picked first up, especially Stornis. Last year, you're right, he was injured, didn't bowl that much, uh, missed a mm. few games here and there, but he, he's fit and ready and back bowling. So I, I, for 83000 is that right? That's that's a good, yeah, that's a good price. price. Definitely get him in the list. All right. Okay, well, we've got a bit of considering to do. As, as Buff said, we're, <laughs> we'll get new teams and new names uh, named very shortly. All right, Dan, thank you, mate. Thank you very much, guys. Our Super Coach Guru, it is time to play Australia's best fantasy cricket game. It is KFC Super Coach BBL. Head to supercoach.com.au at 7.49. Breakfast with Pat and Buff. It's 22 degrees. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on SENQ 693. Queensland made.
Each day this week on the show, we've got a golf bunker voucher to give away. It's a two-hour session for up to three people. It's valued at $149. Play golf 24-7 in air-conditioned comfort at Golf Bunker, Kingsford Smith Drive, Hamilton. Just a short little pitch away from Royal Queensland, where we're about to get underway tomorrow morning with the Australian PGA. 131355 is that phone number if you'd like to experience the Golf Bunker experience for you and two of your friends. So jump on the blower right now. On the phone this minute, though, try mates mode today and Ladbroker together. T's and C's apply. Gamble responsibly. Tommy Hackett, the world's most fluid man. He's normally in that 8.30 slot, but we've got Ali Anderson joining us after winning the AFLW Best and Fairest uh, a little later on. So Tommy has kindly agreed to come in here and talk all things World Cup now for Ladbrokes. Morning, Tom. Morning, Patty. You know, I don't like to give my spot up for just anyone, but uh, she's an absolute superstar, a worthy winner of that award as well. So more than happy to give up the, my prime time position. All right. Now, what do you think about last night uh, and, and this morning in the at World Cup? Well, it's, uh, it had a bit of everything last night. Uh, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina is uh, on our numbers since we've been betting on the World Cup. And I think historically, it's the biggest upset in World Cup history. They went in as a fourteen favourite Argentina, you could get $23 uh, for Saudi Arabia when Argentina scored early and they were dominant early. They got as short as a dollar three in live betting with Ludbrokes. Argentina got out to a hundred, uh, sorry, Saudi Arabia got out to $101. So it's uh, a fairly remarkable result. And uh, any punters that got on Saudi Arabia when they went down uh, a goal uh, would have had a, a genuine fill up. Unfortunately, the Socceroos were not able to, to pull that off. It was such a good start, a, a great goal. One of, probably the, one of the best World Cup goals Australia's ever scored. Uh, but France's quality just proved too much. I think in the second half of the Socceroos were clearly very tired. And France had just got so much individual quality against the, uh, across the park. It's uh, made things very tough. The good thing about the, the earlier result, though, Denmark, Tunisia drew nil all. That means that goal difference unlikely to play a part. So if we can beat Tunisia which is going to be a lot easier said than done because they played quite well last night. We beat Tunisia, we draw with Denmark and France do the job against the other two, we'll get through. So there's still a path, there's still a path uh, through to the second round. What, what about, Tommy, what about tonight's games coming up? Yeah, we've got some interesting games tonight, Book. Uh, Croatia-Morocco kicks us off uh, in that 8 o'clock slot. Croatia the uh, made the final four years ago. They're the clear favourites here at two dollars ten. Morocco the three seventy outsiders. Morocco played quite well at the last World Cup, and they do. They are a side that does have a, a fair bit of uh, quality. But I think Croatia should prove too strong. And we've got Germany and Japan. Germany, Spain, Costa Rica, Japan, and that very tough group. Germany clear favourites to beat uh, Japan. They're a dollar forty-four. Japan seven dollars to win. I think Japan can get something from this group. Germany's the one side, the big side. I'm keen to take on here. I like the 270 available for Germany out for Japan to win or get a draw. Spain, a dollar 14 favourites to beat Costa Rica. They're basically the same price as Saudi Arabia were Costa Rica. They're $21. Spain's a dollar 14. The draw is $7.50. And then tomorrow morning, I think this game should be a really exciting one. I think we'll see a few goals in this one. Belgium, who have still got that golden generation, still got some of the best players in the world. They're a dollar 53 favourites to take on a young Canadian side. It's qualified for just their second World Cup. Canada, the $5.80 outside is, but I think they'll give a good, a good account of themselves, Canada. They've got a lot of really talented young players, and they're, they're a team that's definitely on the rise. Hey, Tommy, just reading Buff and I were discussing Tunisia, it's almost like a home game for them. There's so many expats that live in Qatar that uh, they're tipping, if they get a crowd of around 50,000, most of them will be Tunisians. 
No, absolutely right, Paddy. The uh, atmosphere for that Tunisia-Denmark game overnight was amazing. It, it, it did feel like it was a World Cup in Tunisia. They had that much support. And Tunisia, they were expected to come out quite defensively against Denmark. But especially in the first half, Tunisia was, were the better side and had all the better chances. Uh, Denmark were definitely came home stronger. They played some really good football in the second half when we were probably unlucky not to get uh, the three points. But Tunisia uh, really played quite well. And with that home support, it's going to be a very tough assignment for the Socceroos on Saturday night. Wow, yeah. that's been talked about the game we can win, but it's going to be very, very difficult. Yeah, that's the one, isn't it? We've got to try and win that one Saturday night. Tommy, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thanks, boys. See you, Tommy. Together with Mates Mode, the better way to chat, share and bet together. T's and C's apply and available on the website. But remember, please gamble responsibly. So we've got Ali Anderson after uh, 8.30. Um, I think uh, Mick from Morayfield has our winner of the Golf Bunker Prize. Well done, Mick. And as I said, you can go to Golf Bunker in air-conditioned comfort and then stroll across the road down to Royal Queensland to watch a, watch a bit of PGA action over the next four days. Uh, let's get to the 8 o'clock news and we'll be back. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Discover today why it's better to build with Brighton Homes. Call the Brighton Homes open line 13 13 55. As I said, we've got Darren Lehman in the studio with us this morning. Got him captive for another hour or so. Uh, we're going to talk cricket now. Uh, I had a text earlier. Both uh, DRS reviews for LBW. They frustrate me, but I am a realist and know that they aren't going to wave. But Darren, why do they why do they waste so much time and check if the ball is and just check if the ball's pitched outside the line or going to hit the wickets first prior to going through the endless replays to see the ball hit the bat or then snicker? Um, Travis Hend yesterday, perfect example. Yes, I understand, but you and I were discussing this. It's to do with the broadcasters, isn't it? Yes, to do how they run through the footage, basically, to get the right result at the end of the day. But they've got to almost go to another camera that does that straight away, which yeah. they could do. Uh, it'd just be expensive, I imagine. But you're exactly right. That's a great question because we, we say it all the time. If it's pitched outside leg, just move on as quick as you can yeah, and save right. time because, yeah. as we know, we're not getting through our overs as we should be in, in the game of cricket and actually wasting time so our spectators miss out on some overs in the game. Yeah, well, Head and Warner didn't waste time yesterday. They put on a record-breaking 269-run partnership. Australia finished with five for 355. Uh, Travis, 152 off 130. David Warner, 106 off 102. It was exhilarating. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know about you, but I, I just... I'm feeling a bit flat about this whole three-match series. I mean, we've come out of the T20 World Cup. England uh, are just in a state of exhilaration. Surely they wouldn't have been up for this. Well, you're representing your country, so I you know, hope, you I hope know, you I know. Were, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that, that's probably the one thing. But having said that, you know, players rested, didn't they, throughout this three-game yeah. series? We had Paddy Cummins, who's captain of our. Uh, our uh, Australian team and mm. one-day team now, as well as the Test team, and he missed the second game, didn't he? Through, you know, a, a break, and and yeah. I think Josh Butler did the same. So mm. that says to me, there's there's maybe too much cricket. We've got to find the right balance, and yeah. and the crowd tells the story yesterday, doesn't it? Ten thousand four hundred, I think yeah. he looked up and told me. So that 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 says to me at the MCG, we need to get something right. You've got to, you've got to, and for our listeners there, you've got to remember, you've got all these bilateral agreements that take place. That you play so many games in England, for example, they might have owed us three, yeah, or we sure. owed them three, and and to compete on that level and with broadcast deals, you have to play them. Yeah. So, 
whilst you love to relinquish some of those games, say, for example, for the spectators, the fans alike, the hardest thing you have is, is committing that uh, TV dollars, if you like, yeah. uh, so the game thrives and the grassroots keep kicking along. So that that's important as well. Yeah, to, well, the TV remember. wouldn't have been overly happy yesterday because uh, they only lasted 31 overs, the English, and they were all out for 142. They Zampa? were on the plane, though, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Zampa four for 31, and suddenly he comes into a calculations for this tour of India for tests. Uh, thoughts? Uh, I think he's been an excellent one-day bowler for us over the last few years. In fact, he's been brilliant um, and improved, certainly improved his bowling. He hasn't played much first-class cricket for South Australia or New South Wales now where he resides for the last couple of years. The the thing you've got to be careful, his first-class average is 49. Yeah. That's quite a lot. I know you're going to India. You're taking a gamble. Um, and the selectors will have to make that decision, uh, what they decide to do. But Mitchell Swepson is the incumbent leg spinner, you would think, from Queensland. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he hasn't had many opportunities, so I think they'll probably go down that path. It's whether how many spinners they do take. If you take an extra spinner, if you say Swepson, Lyon and Agar are the three they're going to go, yeah. you can still afford to take one extra, and that may be someone like Zampa. Yeah. But uh, hasn't had as much success in the longer format as as he would hope. But he is a fine bowler for us. Mm-hmm. There might be a little bit of imagination needed in the shield. Uh, South Australia two forty. It was a good two forty in the end after they were six for one hundred and seven. Now they're one for eighty nine after uh, the balls eked out three forty two. We're in a bit of trouble uh, yesterday midway through, but we we finished up with a lead of one hundred and two. They're one for eighty nine. They trailed by thirteen. There's only a day left. I mean, yeah, it's it's an extra uh, extra hour. Well, they obviously lost run the first. I was there the first day actually. Yeah. Uh, there for Joe Burns' hundredth presentation. It was a, a great shame he didn't get a hundred. He played beautifully for yeah. his eighty five. Uh, and Jack Clayton got sixty odd. So good to see them get some runs. Uh, James Basie got a quick sixty at the end. So. Mm. That, that game, the hardest thing, I think, South Australia, if they were, say, 40 or 50 in front, you'd probably be able to manufacture a game there, uh, score quickly and, and set up a total. But uh, I can't see them trying that. Queensland will ha- rely on someone like Amit Swepson, as we were talking about today, to really bowl and, and um, bowl Queensland a victory and spin the ball hard on day four. But it's had some rain, so it's not going to break up a lot, and it's quite flat now. So no. it'll be interesting. I think the draw is probably the one at the moment, but you never know, do you, in the game of cricket, Paddy? The other big news, uh, back page news, in fact, JL, Justin Langer. Now, he's been interviewed by Code Sports, and it's, you know, in inverted commas, the old cliche, and it's explosive interview. He's speaking at length about his bitter exit from the Australian team. Um, he said, we're world number one, and I still got sacked. He spoke for the board, he, he claims, only three times in four years. Whereas he's on the board of the West Coast Eagles, he said, we, we speak to players, coaches, etc." almost weekly over there. Um, but he's he, the, the, the people he was labelling or picking out were the anonymous cowards, in his words, uh, who were leaking stuff from inside the four walls. Now, you've been there. You've, you've been a coach. Uh, you know, team harmony is paramount, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, he's coming out quite strong, Justin. I, I spoke to him a couple of weeks. I speak to him quite regularly about yeah. uh, different issues, and he's sort of coming to terms with all those issues that he's expressed in the in the paper today. And and it's it's a sand ending, wasn't it? I mean, he was number one. 
They were the, well, the team was number one, sorry. Yeah. But uh, he'd won the World Cup after all the pressure before that and then obviously won the Ashes at, at home, which you need to do. If you don't win the Ashes at home, you're gone anyway. That's yeah. it was, well, It was told to me a few times. It's it's it. yeah. Yeah. And, and he did all that. So uh, th- that's always hard. What happens behind the scenes, you just never know, do you? So I think he should have probably presented the board more. I think he said that in his article that he wished he did that more. Mm. I know I had the opportunity to do that pretty much twice a summer. You're very hard to do in the winter because you're always away. Yeah. Um, and I get that as well. And look, it's he, he's still hurting as you would be in that scenario. Uh, it's the best job in the world. Yeah. I mean, it still was the best job. I, I love it. I loved it. Love it now. You know, I, I see Andrew McDonald doing it and wish him all the best. So, you know, that's one of those things. The hardest thing with the job is 300 days away yeah. a year. Out of three sixty five, yeah, I mean that's that. that that's the hardest thing, and doing it all. I mean, I, I still think they should split the roles, and that was going down that path, obviously before South Africa. Yeah. Um, and, and I still think we should probably go down that path because it is it does take a toll on just your life, uh, your family life. So uh, he, he'll come back. Whether he wants to coach again, I'm not so sure. Now he'll probably yeah. just say, you know what, I'm moving on to. Well, he he was asked that in the interview, and he said, yeah, he, he, he you know, if a cricket Australia came at him and said, do you want to going to take up the reins again, he'd probably do it. Yeah, well, he loves loves Australia, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and that's that's always the thing, isn't it? You you do love that job. Only thing is, it's it's a very hard job to do, all, yeah. all encompassing 300 days away a year. Test side uh, will be named shortly. We've got uh, West Indies first and a couple, uh, two against the West Indies, three against South Africa. Uh, we're in Perth next week. Uh, no great surprises, you don't think? No, I don't think so. Uh, but I think Cricket Australia will be hoping that Australia win the toss and bat because West Indies, oh, they're not a bad bowling side, but they're, they're batting, I think, is going to struggle here, yeah. and especially in Perth on the bouncy track where the West Indies tracks in, pitches in, the West Indies are quite flat and spin, and then you've got day-nighter in Adelaide. So they'll be hoping that Australia probably wins the toss and bats. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got that great series against South Africa. So, you know. Interesting times. Yeah, Travis Head was asked about where he'd uh, like to bat in this uh, in this Test lineup. I'll take any position that puts me in the Australian career team. Um, I guess I'm at a stage now where um, I've played various roles and I've played enough cricket to know what the expectations are. And I'm, I guess, in white ball cricket, I'd like to bat as high as I possibly can. So I know the various opportunities I have gone at the top, I've had some success. I guess the challenge is now, and it's nice to be able to start what by contributing will be be able to do it consistently for a period of time now that I've got an opportunity to take it myself, if that makes sense. That The other times I've come in and sort of been a free hit at it, knowing that Finchie was going to come back or David was going to come back. So, um, yeah, it's, not, it's a nice place to bat. So we go Uzi, Warner, Marnus, Smith, Head? Yep, Green, Carey. It's a pretty good uh, top seven, isn't it? Uh, uh, three quicks pick themselves and Nathan Lyon. You could even name that 11 now mm-hmm. if you wanted to. I think that's what how they'll start the summer. Um, Travis obviously played really well in the one days uh, in the series just gone, 150 yesterday. Mm. He, he gets a start. They, I can't see much change in the, in the summer really if they have a good start to the summer. Uh, see, I mean, Heels chastises me all the time because I play amateur selector like most people out there. I just love Nisa. But he just said, well, he's, he's hit upon a time where, you know, we have three of the best quicks of, you know, for a long, long time. It's a great call because he's been in outstanding form for Queensland. You yeah. see the Bulls, he's, he's been probably their best player, to yeah. be fair, and taken a lot of wickets and, and made runs, made a first-class 100. So if they wanted the extra bowler in one of the games, they'd certainly look at that. But with Green 
in place at six and bowling, that they probably won't yeah. go down that path. I mean, and I, I look back at that, and in my time, I had uh, Chad Sayers, for example. He was the bowler that was getting 50 wickets every year for South Australia. And, uh. you know, I'd go to Adelaide, test match, home state, and they'd say, why is he not playing? And I said, well, who am I dropping? Stark, uh. Hazelwood or Cummins? It's pretty hard. Uh. Uh, and, of course, he WBBL eliminated tonight uh, in Adelaide via the Hurricanes. Uh, one all head-to-head so far in the season for these two. We're hoping that the good doctor, Dr. Georgia Redmayne, will be back from that hamstring injury. And it's real cutthroat now. I mean, obviously, the eliminator by its very nature is exactly that. But the winner of this goes through to the Strikers. That's tomorrow night. And the winner of that goes through to the grand final against the Sixers on Saturday. So no more slip-ups. No, there's not. Two games in two days, you want to get the right result, then obviously play the Sixers in the final. So, I, I, I look, I see, I see Heat as the real danger to the Sixers in the final. Mm-hmm. It's just getting there, having a bit of luck along the way and obviously knocking over Hobart and then, then you've got Adelaide and away you go from there. So they've, they've got a very good side, the Heat. They've got a really dangerous side that Gracie Harris, the Harris... Sisters can really, you know, turn it on. And then obviously the doc back, if she comes up, then it gives them some quality overseas. Danny White, they've got some really good players and, and some uh, a decent bowling attack. So mm. actually an off he's got them pretty long. They would have liked, they just missed out on finishing second, obviously, with the run rate. Uh, I think they'll do okay. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, uh, that's tonight. And it is all cutthroat now for the Heat. They play tonight against the Hurricanes at around 6.10 our time. Now, you've got now, something. Patty, yes, Patty, I know. Now, They've embarrassed me with this. I know. Come this on. is celebrating 40 years <laughs> of sport with Pat Welsh. After 47 years at the Seven Network, you, you hang up the boots. Yes, yeah. One of those rarities in television. I get to retire on my own terms. Oh, no. You normally get a sack, don't you? So, well oh, yeah. 47 years. But he'll be continuing with his role here at SEN next year and beyond. I hope, we hope, listeners hope. On our last show for 2022, December 9, and in honour of an extraordinary career, SEN 693 will be hosting a breakfast on the rooftop mm-hmm. here at Fortitude Valley for our very own Paddy Welsh. We'll be on air from 6 until 9 with some of Paddy's mates and the biggest names of Queensland sport joining us for the show. We are also here giving you the chance to be here with us at the breakfast, have a coffee, watching the show and mingling with some of Queensland sporting royalty. Well, I think it will be royalty. We're talking it up, aren't we? You have some mates, I know. So they will be here each day on the show for the next three weeks. We will be giving away a double pass to join us for the celebrating 47 years of sport with Paddy Welsh's breakfast. All you need is to do is keep listening right now throughout the morning and when you hear one of our SEN hosts pay tribute to Pat, jump on the phone, one three one three double five, and the first person through will be joining us for the breakfast on December 9. It could be Scott Sattler, Joel and Fletch, Brandy, Jared Waitley, or maybe Gary Belcher. So stay listening and you can be joining us on the rooftop, rooftop Beatles-like, for a very special event <laughs> as we celebrate 47 years of sport with Pat Welsh. Well, there That'll we go. That'll be enough. That'll be enough. You're embarrassing me now. <laughs> enough. Oh. Your Claim Lawyers, maximising compensation claims for injured people. Traffic and weather, together. SENQ, 6.93 a.m.
There's a crash just through at Kedron this morning. That's affecting Boothby Street at Gympie Road. Expect delays through there. And not sure what's in the petrol, but plenty of breakdowns as well. One on Lutwich Road at Albion, a breakdown on the Logan Motorway at Parkinson, also one at Berenbar and on the Logan Motorway at Druvale. Today's forecast, partly cloudy. We're heading for a top of 30 degrees, mostly sunny and 31 tomorrow. Right now it's 22 degrees. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. SEN, celebrating 47 years of sport with Pat Welsh. Patty, what an icon of sports journalism and broadcasting you have been across the 47 years at Channel 7. So many moments that immediately come to mind. We are incredibly lucky to have you here at SENQ so that you won't be lost to us. In fact, your voice has surely got 47 more years left in it. The very best of luck, Pat. Channel 7's been lucky to have you. Well, there's your cue to call, Patty. Uh, 13, 13, 55. Have breakfast with you on your one of your retirement days. I can think I can guarantee you, Buff, that it won't be another 47 years <laughs> of you having to inflict this voice on people. Uh, but, yeah, we'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to have you along. Uh, jump on the phone now. Mark's, uh, Mark's ready to take your call. We're going to talk a little bit of golf as that happens. And um, we've got Matty Kite, who uh, is using Andy the Hoppy's ambassador's phone this morning. Uh, Matty, what's happened to your phone? <laughs> Boys, uh, very short story because I don't <laughs> want to go into it. I'm too devastated. <laughs> but I was out fixing the uh, fixing the filter at the pool last night. I had the light on the torch just helping me out. As I went to stand up, with the little elbow straight into the skimmer box, and uh, she's uh, down the drain. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that, oh, that so is a I'll, tragic story. I'll, Oh, it is, it is, it is indeed. So, you know what you have on your phones these days too, guys. You know, you've got all your contacts and all your photos of your kids and everything. So I'm hoping hoping I can salvage a bit of that later on once I get it down the phone shop. Please tell me you you backed it up before it went down the pool gurgler. Well, it's been backed up at some point uh, (laughs) in time, time, Darren, but... um, yeah, not for a few years. So, yeah, there's a few uh, contacts on there that are new, but that's all right. These days you'll just jump on social media and people will send you their numbers that want to have want you to have their number and away you go. So Good stuff. It'll all be right. all right. All right it'll man, be all right. Talk about this PGA Championship. We can't wait for it. Uh, what a week it's been for Cameron Smith. So last night uh, this was a, a foregone conclusion. He was awarded the Greg Norman Medal for the second time. He was given the keys of the city, only the 52nd person to receive or team to receive the uh, keys of the city to Brisbane. And he, he was completely humbled by it. He said, he said, I'm only a humble golfer. He said, I thought this went to important people. But he's been <laughs> lapping it up. He's had he's had the claret jug out at one team and they've been having a sip out of it. It's just and, – and he just looks so happy, mate. I had to interview him on something else yesterday. He offered up, which is not always the right thing for a golfer because they don't you – know, if they don't like the course, they won't offer it up. But he offered up to me that uh, he's loving Royal Queensland. He reckons it's the best Nick he's ever seen it. Yeah, that's the word on the street, Pat, that the course is in unbelievable condition. I think earlier this year it was in fantastic condition when Jed won – but uh, the rumour is that it's in even better condition uh, yeah. at this time of year. So the boys out there will absolutely love it. I wish I was going to be one of them. Oh, Unfortunately, no. my uh, my pre-Q 5-under on Monday wasn't good enough to get me a spot. So, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, Yeah, it is a tough school, but that's, you know, that's the nature of playing in these big events too, and especially when you're not 
um, playing on tour anymore, Pat. You've got to go through the pre-queues and there's only three spots, so you know you're going to have to go super low and one shot short. But, yeah, Royal Queensland's apparently in incredible condition. The one the one sort of hesitation I might have is giving Cam the keys to the city. That sounds dangerous, doesn't it? You know, he's got people drinking out of the claret jug. Well, all he <laughs> What's wants he going to do with the keys to the city? Well, all he wants to do is have the keys to the Brecky Creek. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. That's my point, I think. Or, or the brewery. He'd take it either, I reckon. So, so can, can he win it? Is he in decent enough form after a bit of a break? Yeah, I think he's definitely um, probably Australia's number one number one golfer that we've got at the moment. And I think he's a, he's a massive chance to, to go out there and win it. He's fresh. He's, um, his short game is, you know, second to none. And it's a sort of golf course where in and around the greens, you've got to be absolutely on. Um, he's increased his length over the last, you know, probably 24 months. So he's now moving the ball considerable distance um, more than what he used to, which is really key around Royal Queensland as well. So some of the fairway bunkers, you know, those guys who can really move it, you know, take it apart. And that's what Jed did last year. He was just bombing it past all those bunkers and, and into the open spaces that Royal Queensland presents. And, um, you know, then once you've got once you've got free shots at the greens, um, you know, there's probably not many better wedge players in the game and short game. And, you know, if you had to pick anyone in the world of golf at the moment to putt for you, you'd probably choose Cam. So it's a pretty good recipe. Yeah, Paddy for, was saying, uh, success for him. Yeah, Paddy was saying off here that he's bulked up quite a bit. Is that right? Like yeah. he's he's got bigger. Yeah, I've got no doubt about it. Well, we haven't seen him in. I haven't seen him in person for three years. Television can be a bit deceptive, but I've noticed a change in his body shape, and it, it, it certainly seems to me, Matty, that he's been working out a lot. Yeah, he lost a fair bit of weight, Pat. So yeah. if you think back, or you look at some footage back at the Olympics um in in japan um and then you look at it at what he looks like now he has he's been in the gym so he's trimmed down he trimmed down and lost a bit of the lost a bit of the dodgy weight and then uh he's now um you know his gym program is uh is a big part of his weekly cycle and uh that's what all the best players in the world are doing nowadays you'll see a couple of the european boys that come down the, the brothers the hoi guy brothers are just absolute machine looking like athletes and oh. um they'll be exciting to watch as well for Australian fans for the first time coming down from from the DP World Tour. Hey you talk about a short game here uh, I didn't see a lot of him yesterday but Adam Scott we were over near the 18th when he was coming in from his practice round and he spent an age from just through and and to the side of the greens you know using wedges using eight irons using nine irons even putting it's definitely that sort of course, Pat, where I think you'll have to use probably not the 14 clubs in your bag, but certainly you'll have to use a lot of them. So, you know, sometimes you're not in a position where you can use the air, so you have to use the ground and um, and get the ball rolling and moving along the ground. And, and sometimes the areas are just so tight that it, even at the professional level, uh, I know that scares the living daylights out of amateurs when they're on tightly cut fairways, but it, it also scares the pros sometimes when it gets mm. super tight and firm. So, um, yeah, you're going to have to use all of the options in your bag, and, and that's what you saw Scotty doing, um, just working out what to do. Um, the big thing with Adam this week as well is he's got the, the great man back on the bag yeah, as well, Stevie Williams. Williams is is back, so um, you know that we know the success he's had with Stevie, and I know Adam's you know very much looking forward to having Stevie Caddy a bit throughout the year. Yeah, good year. stuff, good stuff, Matty. Hey, we've got to get to the news. We really appreciate it. No doubt we'll talk to you during this uh, the next couple of weeks because we've got two huge tournaments, the PGA and the Open. But it's uh, just ticked over eight thirty, Vanessa, with the news.
for IMAR Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Michael from Flinders View will be coming to breakfast with us on uh, December 9. Lee, thank you very much for your very kind text. He's been a fan since 1980. I even go back further than that, Lee. <laughs> That's fantastic. Isn't it? Seventy-five. I started at uh, seven. Seventy-five. April nineteen. April nineteen seventy-five. It's a long time ago. I Bob, was. Isn't it? I was five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now you know who we've got on the line now. Who the we got? Brand newly minted AFLW best and fairest player of the year, who's caused a huge stir in the studio this morning. Ali Anderson. Good morning to you. Congratulations. Good morning. Thank you so much. And uh, there's trouble in the camp because I have uh, cricket legend Darren Lehman filling in for Ian Healy today. He is absolutely furious that you can be best and fairest and not picked in the All Australian <laughs> team. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, was, I sort of forgot about it once I saw our girls up there anyway and pre getting vice captain. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, pretty funny, but. Yeah, take it as it is. <laughs> yeah, well said. Uh, you can't say too much while you're playing, but the, let's let's talk about it. Obviously, a fantastic year for yourself, and that's capped off last night, but you must be so excited about what's coming up this weekend. Yeah, I haven't really had a chance to sort of process it yet, and I'm, I'm not going to really have a lot of time, so sort of have to, yeah, quickly, you know, um, have it and then put it away in the back of the mind for a, a, another week and then focus on a grand final. Yeah, well, I mean, just to put it in context, uh, Emily Bates won it last year, so back-to-back for the Lions in the AFLW, but there's only been 12 in the history of the merged pl- uh, this merged club, AFL or AFLW, to win the Best and Fairest Award. So you join an elite, you know, and I, I mean, congratulations. I mean, the pride must be just Thank bursting you. from you and your family, I would say. Yeah, every, yeah, they're definitely really excited for me, and yeah, so is the team. So to have them there last night as well is um, was pretty exciting. But yeah, no, just um, yeah, super excited, but um, still processing it all. <laughs> Please tell me the coach uh, didn't do a shoey last night, did he? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, he can only do those ones. He'll um, yeah, maybe if we win the granny, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I. Just talking about this team, Ali, you're a foundation player. There was, I would imagine over the years there would have been an opportunity to move on because this competition has grown and grown and grown and obviously other teams have chased the, chased the elite, elite, elite players. I'll spit it out in a minute. And you're <laughs> in amongst that. So, you know, you've stayed solid with the Lions and hopefully you get another reward this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I've never even really considered leaving. I absolutely love this team and I love this club. So, um, yeah, I've always been happy here and I'll, yeah, continue to be happy here. So, um, yeah, just, um, yeah, as I said, focusing on this weekend and, yeah, hopefully getting another um, premiership under our belt. Uh, I know the club, they've been fantastic behind the scenes, haven't they, supporting the women's program, you know, from all the board members. Yeah. They really put it on an equal tracking, don't they, from a, a men's and women's program point of view? Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, especially after moving out here um, with all the facilities now being, like, completely equal and um, it's just so, yeah, elite that we can sort of become really one club. Uh, but, yeah, the the whole club is really supportive. Our chairman's at um, every game that we play and, um, you know, 
Swanee, our CEO, always shows up to our games too. So it's just, yeah, absolute um, support from everyone, the boys, um, all the coaching staff. It's, yeah, um, such a great club to be a part of. Now, you trained on the main oval at Springfield the other night. Give us an indication of what we're going to see Sunday. Um, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. It was, um, you know, better than we thought when we ran around on there. So um, it's looking great. Um, and, yeah, I guess they still have a few more days to get some stuff sorted on it. So we'll see how it pulls up tomorrow and then on um, Sunday as well. Yeah, I mean, is it an advantage, Ali? I mean, you've only just moved out there as a training base yourself in the last six or seven weeks, haven't you? Yeah, I think because we're just so stoked with them, we absolutely love it. Um, you know, it's, it is definitely an advantage for us. And it's, you know, $80 million facility and it's purpose-built for women's, um, you know, footy. And uh, it's just so exciting that mm. we get to play on it as our first ever game too and, and a grand final, no less. So, yeah, it is definitely a home ground advantage. Has, has the field settled, though, down? Has it all settled down? Because they were worried about that a little bit, weren't they, for the final? Yeah, well, they've approved it and it felt good under the feet. So, um, you know, as I said, every day it gets better and we've still got another um, five days, I think it is. So, yeah, it's it's definitely looking really good and feeling really good. Well, Just, good yeah, on the game itself, they are a very good football side, Melbourne, aren't they? Yeah, they are. It's going to be a, a really competitive um, game and it's, it's going to go right down to the wire and they are a very quality opposition. So, um, yeah, we know that we have to make sure that we perform as a team and um, put on our best show on Sunday. Hey, I know you've got another interview coming up in a, in a minute or two. We really appreciate your time, but uh, we weren't going to uh, put the show on this morning without chatting to you because this is a, <laughs> it's a, it's a rare honour to be named AFLW Best and Fairest. And, uh, yeah, that, look, we just wanted to congratulate you. Well done, and let's hope the, so the, week, the week you can put a little exclamation mark on the week on Sunday night. Yeah, that's um, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> thank you so much. Congratulations, Ali. well done, Ali. Ali Anderson joining us there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big it's thing big. in a player's career. Isn't oh, it? very much so. And those you don't play for the individual rewards; they're playing for this grand yeah. final, you know, the premiership. So, but when that comes along, you, you take it. And she speaks really well and really pleased for her. Yep, she still was, can't uh, believe she's not in the All Australian. I know that. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> a little Zilmia Eagles player back in the day. Hasn't she gone on from there? They'll be very proud as well. All right, it's uh, coming up to 8.39. We've got lots more to go in the show. Please don't leave us. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Now you can feel the excitement in Ali Anderson's voice named AFLW Best and Fairest Overnight. The All-Australian team, which <laughs> Buff has been very upset about. Not not upset about the fact that nine teams are represented and there's four lines, three uh, on Dabu, uh, Greta Bodie, Brie Conan and uh, Jess Wardlaw and Nat Greider retains her spot. And we've got to give a mention to North Melbourne's Emma Carney who made, has made all seven uh, All-Australian teams. So that's well, pretty, that's a pretty, pretty effort. good effort. That's yeah. a real good effort, yes. All right, let's get a sports update with Mark Braybrook. Thanks to Brisbane Posts and Beams. Go to Briz Posts. .com.au today. Keep it brief, boys, because uh, Chris Nelson along with his tips for Doombin today. So get your pencils out, um, Boof. France 4, Australia 1 at the World Cup. Saudi Arabia 2, Argentina 1. Denmark and Tunisia, a scoreless draw. Mexico and Poland, a scoreless draw. And Ronaldo is leaving Man United with immediate effect. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Also, Paddy, and Boof, you may not be aware of this. I was telling the boys the other day, um, FIFA is being criticised for... 
uh, employing people to be supporters for teams over in Qatar. So they're paying people to support every team. Uh, England, whatever it may be, they're taking videos of them and uh, putting them up on social media. But that's now come to a stop, Paddy. Oh. Because their their little payments have been stopped because FIFA have said the media has blown it all out of proportion and it's not – it's not right. It's not fair. So it's we're all our stop, fault. So we're going to stop paying you. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, it, what a, one of many remarkable stories coming out of Qatar, mm. the fact that these paid fans are now not being paid because the media is at fault for bringing it to everyone's attention. Um, so their daily allowance has been stopped. Um, so there, there you go. It can, um, only, well, it can only happen in Qatar. And, to, <laughs> and tomorrow we're going to speak with uh, Matt Rossley, who was on the show when the soccer was qualified for the World Cup. He was actually there mm. behind so he's the London-based, isn't he? Yeah, he was behind the grey wiggle when he saved the penalty, right? <laughs> so he was at the match this morning. We're going to chat with him tomorrow morning on the show. He is flying from Dubai to Qatar and back for every match because it's cheaper for him to do that yeah. than stay in Qatar. Right. So so it's go. cheaper to fly yeah. back to London. He's commuting. Yeah. From Dubai, I think he's commuting, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Prime Minister's 11 and the West Indies start today in Canberra at 1 o'clock our time. Uh, the heat and the hurricanes tonight in the Shield. South Australia trail by 13. Joe Burns in his 100th game. They're one for 89, the second inning in South Australia. In his 100th match for Queensland, out for 85, but he was run out. I saw it, yeah. They saw it, yeah. 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 Ali Anderson wins the AFLW Best and Fairest. Cam Smith, the Greg Norman medal. And Tom Flegler set to reject Manly's four-year offer to stay with the Broncos. And in Monday Night Football, the 49ers 38 defeated Arizona 10. That was in Mexico City. The band at halftime was some Mexican whatever band thing. There must have been about 30 of them on stage. If you get the chance to Google it and watch it, it was was different. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can say here. Because uh, he was been along too with more another history lesson. Yes, I did begin in uh, at seven in seventy five. The next year was the most expensive nineteen seventy seven seventy six Olympics in Montreal when Aussie won zero gold medals. So that's when Malcolm lost my trousers. Fraser set up the AIS. Thank you, Cousy. You're just a font of information today. And uh, Andy, the Hoppy's ambassador, blowing up that we spent too much time on the phone to Matty Guy because he was using Andy's phone. What is the rate for phone usage these days? Not much, <laughs> I don't think, uh, Andy. 8.47, we need to take a break. We've got Chris Nelson along, get those pens and pencils sharpened. Are we going straight to him? Wow. <laughs> God, you've thrown me. Now I've got to find my oh, form guide. I've got the form guide ready to go, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> Queensland is your place to race this year, and it's Doomben this afternoon. Chris Nelson, good morning. Good morning, guys. Look, it should be the most important part of the paper. You should have thrown the rest of it out and just left the form guide open, surely. Oh, that and the crossword. Oh, yeah, okay, the crossword. I'll do a little bit of the crossword at Royal Queensland when I head out there shortly. Nice. That'll be lovely. That'll be a good day to uh, look at the pro. Are you playing, Paddy? No, I'm not. No, I haven't played for quite a while. Just happily, uh, I'm going out to do a couple of interviews. Good. Cam Smith would be one, I'm sure. Uh, well, we did him yesterday, but uh, the other Cam Smith we probably will. He's playing with the Cam Smith golfer today. Uh, that's confusing. Yeah. Uh, Doombin, what are we doing? Guys, uh, race two, number five, Primal Lockdown, I think can win today. It's the best bet of the day. Two starts for two placings at his initial campaign, and uh, he's had a trial recently, and the trial looked pretty good. Not an overly strong race, so he's drawn okay. He really should get away with this. And he has been uh, quite firm in the market over the last half hour or so. So we'll make him the best. Race two, number five, Primal Lockdown. Mm -hmm. Couple at value. 
Uh, race seven, number nine, Tycoon Halley for Chris Munts and Justin Huxtable. Was very impressive winning at her local debut back on the 11th of November. She won on a Friday night at the Sunshine Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy might have been there that night. That might have been the night that you guys were there, actually. We were, yes. yes yeah, yeah. She came she backed, backed her as well. Well, there you go. Follow up today because she's around $6 or so. And look, she steamed down the outside, ran over the top of Half a Hope. Half a Hope's come out and since won at Ipswich on Friday. There's a couple of nice types from the Golan Stable here, Departy Gal and TikTok Queen, but they've drawn inside gates and they will get back. So they're going to need some luck. This one will get to the outside and run on. And one more uh, before we go, guys. Race 8, number 4, Gaius. Three runs this prep. Very good winning at uh, Toowoomba first up. Pace against second up was a very good run. And then narrowly beaten in town last time out behind our Burke. Back to 1,200 metres. We'll be running on very, very strongly. Race eight, number four. It's each way odds in the paper too. Yeah, so one at a, one at a short price is the good thing. And the two later in the day at uh, good value each way. Brilliant. Race two, number five is the good thing. And then uh, races seven and eight. So race seven, the nine, and race eight, the four. Chris, thank you. We'll talk uh, later on in the week. Look forward to it. Have a good day, guys. Okay, you too, mate. Chris Nelson joining us there. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We will be back. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made. A couple of little texts that we missed, and I'll get onto this one in a minute, but Cuzzy just sent us not all about the cricket and that round ball game, boys. Sunday morning, we've got Wales v Wallabies. Uh, Wallabies ravaged by injuries. Last three matches, it's Wales 3-0, but uh, only an eight-point differential. So hopefully we can leave there with a win. And another one here from Muzz, um, uh, Buff. With Zampa not having played a first-class game for three years, what opportunity has he had to prove his worth at this level? Is the system flawed? Great question, Muzz, uh, or great text. Uh, the, it's not flawed as such because he has had opportunities to play and he now has moved to Byron Bay, so he hasn't gone down to play Shield Cricket for New South Wales at all. So he has had opportunities to play at him. Um, and look, I'm not saying they shouldn't pick him for the Indian Tour. If they have an extra spinner, then I don't have too much of an issue. I'm just pointing out the fact that he has cricket and it's a dip. And I would want to see him play some red ball cricket if he wants to play for the Test Series. Here's that. David Boone age 23, 8. Make their test the booze against Different sort of players. <laughs> Notice with it, speaking of David Boone, it was, there was a few, so not Bob Holland. <laughs> He'll just better be Australia. Yeah, and he was pretty tired. In New Zealand with the all-in clients there over the show today. Really appreciate it. Thanks again, Paddy. Thanks. And you put this one up earlier this morning. Ah, oh, Martin, Martin Kent, Kent, yes. yes. Shane Gould? Yes. Oh, yeah. Speak of superstars, we've got a, and a Safa Powell. Gary Kirsten, Merv Hughes, you're right. There's plenty there. Um, that's just about the show, mate. Hope you've enjoyed it today. As we said, uh, bad news for the Socceroos after we started off so well with that goal in the ninth minute. But uh, the French expertise and skill and kill it. They were pretty good in the Bappy, end, weren't they? Yeah, wasn't but, it? But the pleasing thing for us is we were up and about early mm. and we played some really good football for the first 15, 20 minutes. All right, so we've got Tunisia Saturday night. And then the last match in our group, and hopefully it's not our last match at the Cup, is against Denmark. So we need to win at least one and probably grab a draw. They seem to think four points, you know, may get us through. Well, you um, think France are going to win all their games. You yeah, just think the way, the way they, they were. They're just yeah. limbering, weren't they? Yeah. 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 Um, and Zorks is in tomorrow. So we'll, uh, well, that'll be interesting. Well, we need a ticket for Vanessa. That's 
Put that oh. down in your notes for I don't, I think he's coming back from Fiji today, so I don't know whether he's listening or, you know, he could be on the... Well, someone from the Brisbane Footy Club, the Lions... The Lions, ...will yeah, get a ticket for Vanessa. I'm Lions, sure. if you are listening, yeah. your, gra- are. your greatest supporter, <laughs> Vanessa, is desperate to get a ticket to the grand final Sunday. Yeah, like, like so many more. Like so many more. <laughs> well, it's sold out in next to no yeah, time. Well, we're not sure, and I don't think the Lions are absolutely positive, but... Uh, we're looking at maybe seven or eight in its finished state. Uh, I heard the CEO, Greg Swan, say the other day it's probably 10 to 12. But it is a purpose-built AFLW stadium, and that's what he was hitting out at the critics from, mainly for the southern critics, saying, hey, you know, what are they throwing us on a cow paddock? It's no, it's cold not. down south anyway, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's it. exactly right. I heard them talking on the cricket commentary yesterday. It's just been awful. <laughs> We're copping the beautiful weather. Well, I'm heading out to Royal Queensland for Enjoy. a little while. Yes, going out to watch. Uh, See how Ryan Harris goes as well. I'll Ooh, check on Rhino. Yeah, exactly do. right. But thanks, mate. Thanks for coming in today. We really appreciate it. Uh, go the heat tonight. Yeah. Uh, the girls crossed. have got to just keep winning now. They've only got uh, there's no other choices: win no. or out. That's right. We'll be back tomorrow morning with uh, the Brisbane Lions skipper joining us from six a.m. See you then. Bye. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um. Polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.